Continue to um to join us and to enjoy our weekly podcast. We're grateful to God to give us strength, to give us the ability to come forth and bring this word to you. And we are, you know, we are delighted to do so. We're delighted to do so. A big shout out to our our listeners out there in the United States, Canada, South Africa. Australia, Barbados, Grenada, Ireland, Ethiopia, Germany, Singapore, Jamaica, the Philippines, and Turkey. We are grateful to have you. Uh, you know, keep spreading the word. Uh, you can find a nugget or two in it, and it, it can be of great help to you when you apply it, it to you to um, to your daily life, or you know whatever is relevant to you. There are some people who will not appreciate it some people will not um in agreement with it that's okay you can always there's all kind of uh belief system and you know out there but i'm not forcing the word on you god do not force himself on no one it is uh, a choice god do not uh, interfere with your choices and your free will you have the right to say yes, you have the right to say no, you have the right to sleep, you have the right not to sleep. So I'm just bringing it forth to you and I'm inviting you to tell you that it is a beautiful thing to be saved. It is a beautiful thing to be in Christ when the world is in turmoil and trouble, you will have peace. If you have the Spirit of God in you, you will have peace. I'm telling you. When the world is 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 uh, tearing apart, when the pillars of this earth is shaking, God is at the helm of it to keep it steady. No politics, no religion, no money, no fake love, no fake friendship, no fake brother sister cannot make you have peace. Only the spirit of God 
The Bible said it is only he who came down from heaven went back to heaven. Only God Almighty can give you peace. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Not some understanding, but all understanding. I'm grateful to bring it to you. Remember to be born again. Find a church. Find a, a pastor to baptize you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And you have to remember, you have to tarry for the Holy Ghost. When you are baptized in water, when you are baptized in water, that's not the final step. Even if you confess, when you confess and repent of your sins and you baptize in the Lord Jesus Christ's name, you must tarry for the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit, go to the book of Acts, Acts 2, and you can read some more about the Holy Spirit. And it is also in the Gospel. It is in the Gospel in, in John 3. You can read it in its entirety. It tells you about the Holy Spirit. It talks about be born again. It is foolishness to the living man when we speak of these things. Because when we speak, we speak of the Spirit. Jesus used to speak of himself as, as not himself. Because he was in the flesh. But he speak of the Spirit, which is the Spirit of God. So they, at that time, they would not understand him. And they couldn't understand him. And he, he would get very brash at times and said, Why you can't understand my speech? Is it so hard? Is it you, you're so hard of hearing? What is it? It is the same thing today. The things of God is very, um, it's not of this world. So it's not of great, um, it's not quick to people gravitate to it. You, 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 you can put anything together and go and sell it and tell people what it is, but they do not know what the ingredients is, but it is what work. So I remind you, be born again tarry for the holy spirit the bible said if you have not the spirit of god you are none of his you are none of his remember that i don't make you save you can make me save only god almighty he said he will have mercy upon they who we see fit to have mercy upon all of us are born for a purpose so no one in this earth or no one on this earth is a mistake if you're born as a devil, you're going to be a devil. You're born for your purpose. If you're born to be saved, if you're born to be a missionary, if you're born to be an agnostic, if you're born to be a thief, if you're born to be a politician, if you're born to be whatever, you are born for a purpose. Even Hitler, Idi Amin, all of these people were born for Saddam Hussein. They were born for their purpose and they have lived out their purpose. Because if they didn't do what they do, you wouldn't know that they were a devil or they were of some great use to humanity. Think about it. So all your troubles, all the troubles in this world, all the troubles in this world, they are not just being trouble. They are there to bring you to the righteousness of God. They might not tell you this in church, but how would you know that there is trouble? How would you know that? How would you know that the problem you're having, it is a problem? How would you know? How the doctor would know you have an issue in your body if you didn't have an issue? It's just a pointer to tell you that everything is for a purpose. And remember, God made all things. If you don't think God made all things, think again. Tell me what in this earth or what on this earth have been made by itself. 
tell me what it is. If you tell me that something has been made by itself, then I don't think you believe in God. Or you believe that there is a God. And once you believe that there is a God, excuse me, once you believe that there is a God, you know that if there is a God, there is judgment. And God is a just God. He's a fear God. God is above all things. There's none like him. There's none before him or after him. There's none to compare to him. He's omniscient, he's omnipotent, and he's omnipresent. He can be anywhere, anytime. God is ever wise and he's all strong. Look at the planetary system. I, I made this point before. Look at the planetary system. Man has just started to discover all these things, but they have been there for maybe billions of years. So God, wisdom, and love is beyond the scope of man. So there's nothing you or I can do to outmatch him, outsmart him, outdo him. He's God and God by himself. That is why I praise him. That is why you should praise him. That is why. Go to Amazon. We have some books on Amazon written by Courtney Spencer. Here's a new one. Come out. The, the, uh, the Fasting in the Watches. Um, I think it's only on Kindle for now. I think we're having some technicalities with the paperback. But in a few, maybe a day or two, um, we'll get that sorted out. Um, you will get it in paperback as well. But it's out on Kindle. If you have Kindle, you can download it. Written by Courtney Spence. Fasting in the Watches. We explain the different types of fasting. And um, it will lead you and lead you to some scriptures that you can use as references. To, so when you read it, you will know what these fasting are. The corporate fasting, Daniel fast, the Esther fast, all these Thing. so just go, I, i'm not giving you no sneak peek go and get the book it's not a lot of money it's about four dollars something or you know just go and get it god's a good god remember to support us go to the way of holiness ministries.com the way of holiness ministries.com leave us a prayer request and you can support us click on the donation button and it's going to drop down and you click on it at the bottom and you can make a donation and you can make monthly donations, you can make weekly donations, you can make daily donations, whatever you want to do. God bless you. If you don't want to make no donation, that is also fine. We still love you. We're still going to pray for you. You can send us your prayer requests also. We pray for your city, your town, your country, your, your politician, your pastors, your, your, your clergyman. We, 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 we pray for you. Even those who are Muslims and Buddhists and agnostics, we pray for you. If you believe there is a God, we, we pray for you. Because you're going to born and you're going to die. And you are sinful. You were born in sin. We were born in sin. So you ain't no different from us. Believe me. Man make us different. But God didn't make us no different. So regardless of who you are, we pray for you. We pray for the herdsman. We pray for the, the man in the bushes. We pray for the one in the caves. We pray for the one that live in the swamp. We pray for each and every one of them. I am not the one who is going to give the blessing. I prayed God and responded because of my faith. And God is the one who gave the blessing. So I am a man. I would be unfair to give you or give me blessing when I feel like. But God is not unfair. He will give you what he sees fit to give you. Think about that. God will give you what he sees fit to give you. Praise God. I um, Remember to support us on the, on the podcast. You can go to overcast spotify um to get this podcast go to um google 
Google Podcasts, you can go to um, uh, Apple, any, any Apple device. If you have an iPad, you can go to the device. But most of all, um, the, the Anchor, Anchor Podcast is much easier to some people. Um, you can support us from 99 cents up. You can support, uh, support us monthly on our podcast. You can also go to Spotify and you can support um, the music that you hear on this um, program written by Courtney Spence and sung by Courtney Spence. You can also support us on Spotify. There's a fundraising uh, uh, button there. You can click on it and you can do it through, I think, WhatsApp. Uh, is it WhatsApp or, or Cash App? Sorry, I think it's Cash App. You can support it through Cash App. I think they will they will update it in a in a um in a while. Put a a better um some other payment system. I am not sure, but anyway, you can check it out. Check it out, and you can also play those music. You can use uh, Shazam, and you can know what is the name of the songs that we play during the, the break. So. God is a good God. I'm grateful to have you. We're going to go into the, straight into it. Um, uh, we're going to talk about, let no man deceive you. Let no man deceive you. Uh, first of all, I'm going to, let me read the scripture. This is, this is John 3, John 3, 3, or should I go to, let, let's go to 1 John. 1 John. Um, First John, I think it's First John three. Now, let no man deceive you. It's it's a. Uh, I think before the, the the COVID, before the coronavirus came, we the church was in high gear, high motion, and um, you know churches is have always been. As long as we know. Uh, because even if they didn't have churches, man used to worship in the bushes, they worship trees, they worship whatever they want to worship. Because believe me, even the ancient people, they think that they know that there's a God. Because they couldn't understand all the trees, the fruits, everything. If they want to know that there's a God, you let man have a famine. That's when they're going to know that there's a God. There is a God. So, John, um, 1 John three sixteen. And um, can I get it first, John? Why did I miss it? Okay, first John 3, 16. And it, it, it talks about, Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for our brethren. This is talking about love, fake love, positive love. And the love of God. He's talking about how we should live with one another, how we should help each other, how we should appreciate each other, how we should lay down our lives for each other. Lay down our lives, it doesn't mean that you're going to kill yourself. You're going to strap a rocket to yourself and kill yourself or someone else. That's not what it meant. It just means that we go over and above the limb for others. Because when another person's hurt, think about it. The, the, the world is interchanged or interconnected with other people. You might live in Australia, some live in Ethiopia, some live in South Africa, some live in Jamaica, Grenada, Barbados, wherever you may live in the United States. We are interconnected. You might not think so, but 
the world is interconnected the only thing that separates us is either land landmass or the ocean or sometimes some countries are rivers so we are we are people wherever you go we are still people some people might not think so there are there are philo philosophical uh studies to to some sinful men in this world who have came up with some um wicked ideas because it could not be of god you have to be of the devil but for some reason god allow it to happen why because god wants to assure us you and me that men are sinful and when they are sinful and they are not checked by god himself and god allow it because the, the, the longer you take to learn is the longer things the longer the judgment of god will continue think about that the longer you take to understand and acknowledge god is the is the longer the the judgment of god will continue so these sinful men they come up with these ideas that they are better than us and we are better than them are they are the greater human and we are the lesser human or they are the the, the, the top of the, the the human chain and we are the the bottom of the, the human chain but one thing i can assure you we all were born and we all gonna die and there is one thing a man cannot decide is where he or she is gonna go after this life and that is something to leave you with that is something to leave you with i've worked with people who have been they have had great life they say not i say but they say they have a great life they have everything that they would what the world tell them to have but at the end of the day sometimes i remember when i used to stand around them they usually say don't leave because i am afraid don't leave don't leave me because i'm afraid don't leave because i'm afraid and i usually wonder why they usually say that and the other people would go there and stand and they wouldn't say that to them I remember a lady told me once, she said, she's ready to go. I said, where are you going? She said, she's going downstairs. I said, there's no downstairs. Anything that is downstairs is dirt, is dirt or soil or whatever. She said, yes, she want to go downstairs. I said, well, I can't take you downstairs. I will go and get someone who can take you downstairs. She said, no, that person cannot take me downstairs. Because if that person took me downstairs, they can't come back. I said, but why you want me to take you downstairs? The lady told me, this lady was up in her 80s. You might think that she's crazy. You, you might think so, but I'm talking about spiritual stuff here. She said, if I took her down there, took, took her downstairs, I can come back. I said, how do you know that? She looked at me and she paused and she said, come on, I'm ready to go. Come on, I, I have work to do. Come on, I got work to do. He said, what work? He said, I just need to go downstairs. So what I'm trying to say here is this about the love of God. So whether you are a pilgrim, a Muslim, a nomadic, a Christian, a Jewish person, whatever you may be, whatever, a Buddhist, whatever, agnostic, whatever religious affiliation you may have, let me tell you something. You're going to have a reckoning one day. And all that you fought for, all that you cry for, all that you you think was right or wrong if it was not in the scope of God you will understand at that moment and that time because you cannot come back 
in this life to repair the things, the wrong that you have done. Because of what you were taught as a man. Culturalism. Your culture. Your, 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 um, your cultural narrative of life. Your customs. The customs of men. Will, will or can take you to hell. Because we lack the knowledge. It's not because you have to accept somebody else's culture. Or accept somebody else's narrative of salvation. It means that you need. The, 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 the men in the Middle East at the time. They saw a star, the Magi's. Some people say that they were magicians. But they were shepherds um, attending to their ships. I'm sorry, their, their sheep. And they saw the star. And they leave what they were doing and they, they said they want to see. They want to see the star where the star went. So the love of God is unique to God. And God give it to they who want it. And um, they behave differently. Those who have the love of God in them, they will behave differently. It, it doesn't matter who you are. So they were people who come up with, as I said, with ideas of, of division, hatred, and suspicion. And it has been perpetuating through this life. And the author and the finisher of that is the devil. To, to rule, to reign, to overcome, you have to divide people. God is not the author of confusion. The only thing that divides us spiritually is the love of God, you being saved, or I am not saved. And the only way you're going to know that is the things we do to each other. You can fake it. As much as you want, but you can't fake with God. You cannot fake the love of God. The love of God is real. I don't have to walk around with a placard on my head to know if I love you or I hate you. It will show based upon what you do. And whatever you do to me, you do it to your own self. If you love me, you love yourself. If you hate me, you hate yourself. You cannot give me something that you do not have inside of you. So by what you do, I know who you are. I don't need a microscope to see you. The things you do, the things you say, the things you perpetuate, that is what is in you. You cannot give me love if you did not get love from God to give me. So that is why you have to give me hatred. You have to give me division. You have to give me um, things that is not so. So we can go on and on and blame people. For what they have done in the past and how we actually jump on the bandwagon and start to perpetuate the same wickedness in our hearts towards our fellow men but we have we have uh the choice we have a choice to change that we can change that we can change that by by accepting jesus christ and understand the love of god you see the world the the, the enemy will do things in such a way that it will make you Hate your own brother. Yes, it will make you hate your own brother. Believe me, it will make you hate your own brother. Go to the book of um, Second uh, Second Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians two, and uh, it says Second Thessalonians two three, and it said, "Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except 
there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, and the son of perdition. What this is really saying is talking about the Antichrist. The Antichrist is going to deny that Jesus, that Jesus Christ, and they're going to deny that Jesus Christ haven't come yet. They're going to deny it. All of these stuff they're going to deny it. So let no man deceive you. And they're going to deny that Jesus Christ is not coming back. They're going to deny all kinds of things. They're going to tell you all kinds of nonsense. But be not deceived. Let no one take your crown. Whatever you believe and believe that, that there's a hell, there's a heaven. We don't talk a lot about hell and heaven. We talk about heaven a lot, but we, talk, we don't talk about the, the detriment of hell. Some people are living in hell, even though they're living. Because they don't have no peace, they don't have no joy. The wickedness and, this, and the, the, the stuff that they be going through, that is actually part of judgment that they are going through. Why? Regardless if they sin or not, maybe their ancestors sin. And they are going through the judgment. It's part of the judgment. But we can change that when we are in the living. You can change that. I can change that by accepting Jesus Christ. No, it doesn't mean because we accept Jesus Christ, the, the, the trials and the, and the tribulations going to stop. But we're gonna able, we will be able to endure them. We can endure them. And how do you endure them? Because some people say that they are Christian, but they don't understand how. Because maybe you don't have the spirit of the Holy Ghost in you. And you, every Christian will be separated. Every true child of God will be separated. You can go back into the Bible with, with the book of uh, where John. John was separated. He went to the, to the island of Patmos. And he was separated for a time. Jesus separated himself from his disciples. And he went yonder to pray. And even when he died, he, he went off on his own. He went off before them. So God has to separate us. We will be all separated. And that is how God deals with you. That is how God deals with you. So the love, the love of God is different. Let no man deceive you. Let no one deceive you. Be born again. Find God for yourself. It doesn't mean that you have to be in a church standing up every day, every Sunday. You can do a lot of things. You can do them at home. What if the coronavirus has, uh, was more um, dangerous in such a way that you, can't even, you couldn't even go out to get water to, to, to do stuff? What would you do? What would I do? So what it is is that you need to learn how to um, do your own communion. Get your wine. Some who do um, drink uh, grape wine or, or the regular wine, red wine, and your, your crackers. You go to Matthew 26, 26, or you can go to the book of Corinthians and you, you learn how to do your communion. You can do it as often as you wish and, and as often as the, the Bible stated that you should do it. Do it at home. Do it at home. Get your olive oil. You can listen to this podcast, hold this podcast up if you have it on your phone and pop your arm, open that, that uh, oil and hold it up and you play to its entirety or you play it in part and your oil is consecrated. This might sound weird to a lot of people. Use it and anoint yourself. If you have pain in your body, you can use it and anoint it. And you said the blood of Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus Christ represents, it remits sin. It, when there is a sin, if there is a pain, there is a sin committed. It doesn't mean that you committed it. It could be somebody else. It could somebody else in your bloodline. 
But if there is a problem, there is a sin. And if there is a sin, there have to be judgment. And there are the consequences of sin. That is why we're sick. That is why things happen. It doesn't mean that it have to be you go, um, go out and do something. We were born in sin, shaping iniquity. So these things are part of our life and our walk. So in order to stay in this world, and navigate through this world is almost look is like as if you're going through a shark infested water you're swimming through a shark infested water you have the bull shark you have the the the, the 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 great white you have all these type of sharks that don't uh uh take no check from no one but you have to go through it in order to, to stay alive or to to get to safety that is how it is in this world there are things which is unseen to the naked eye. There are things, is a bunch of stuff out there unseen to the naked eye that you can't even understand. And the only way you're going to understand it is when you draw closer to God. So when you draw closer to God, is a lot of things is going to start happening to you. A lot of things. A lot of things going to start happening. So when they start to happen to you, what is going to, you, 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 you're going to have a, 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 what do you call it, a, a, an awakening. <laughs> an awakening so when you have that awakening it's gonna be weird and it's gonna um it's gonna be something else it's gonna be something else to you sometimes you're gonna have to tell others about what is going on some people will not understand it but god god is love let me i'm gonna take a quick break and um we'll be right back discussing uh, our topics here uh, about the love uh, deceive you know let no man deceive you and uh, we're going to continue uh, remember to check us out on the uh, our books on Amazon uh, there's a new book out um, 
fastening the watches. Uh, it's new. Uh, it's in uh, Kindle, written by Courtney Spence. Remember the Soldiers at the Cross, Trumpet of Prayers, and the Midnight Devotional. Those are books that you can read and it can help you with your prayer. Your to to learn, to, uh, teach you to to um to formulate your words and to help you in some difficult areas when you don't have the Holy Spirit. Even if you have the Holy Spirit, you still can use them. It's very helpful. Uh, thank you uh, for our listeners out there in the United States, uh, South Africa, Australia, Barbados, Grenada, Ireland, Ethiopia, Germany, Singapore, the Philippines, and Turkey, and Jamaica. We we are grateful to have you. Thank you to sh uh, share it with us. And remember that the Turks and Caicos Island, almost forgot this, but God bless you those in the Turks and Caicos Islands who uh, listen to us uh, faithfully. Thank you for your support. Thank you for being there for us. God bless you. Um, we are grateful to have you. Grateful to have you. Bishop, God bless you. Take care. Um, my sister, Sister Priscilla, God bless you. Our friends in Ethiopia, thank you uh, for listening um, to us, to this podcast. Uh, we are still praying, uh, interceding to for civility. I haven't heard anything uh, about if there's a update on the situation in Ethiopia. Please, you're free to give me a, a drop me an, a note, um, a message, and we will continue to pray for you. God bless you. We we, we are we are earnestly seeking God's uh, uh, face for peace in Ethiopia. You know when there is when there are sin committed, as I said before, sometimes it could be a national sin. It, it can cause a lot of problems for nations and people. Uh, we pray for those in the. Central American area, Central America area, the immigrants that are that are actually children and and a company minor that is coming over, uh, heading to towards um, the U.S. border. We we pray we pray that there will be some form of uh, understanding in terms of help that can go to these people. But we, you have to understand that in in all even people who are against. Uh, the migrants coming to the border we understand your plight but at the same time you must remember your ancestors were somewhere else too before you came to the continental united states and something has happened to your ancestors that drive you or drove you here or something has happened in europe that has drove you elsewhere so you must remember be careful of how we deal with things when we see them in the immediate. When a man has forgotten their history, they will forget. They will forget their humanity. How to treat people with you with dignity? They are having our problems over there. I think we should sit down and figure out how we could go or help them to to uh, mitigate the problems over there. That's what we need to do. Because something has to be happening over there. When a man is hungry, when a man is hungry, if a man's life is in jeopardy, if a man thinks that his family is going to be extinct, trust me, they're going to run. They're going to run. And give the, those same people, you give them at least 100 years or 50 years from now or 70 years from now, they wind up going to actually be against somebody who we might be running from the United States run into Central America because of something happened here. And they might not want us over there either. Believe me. 
the, it is written in the word of God in the book of Isaiah where it tells you about the the, the, uh, the, the those who have been afflicted who have been chastised they wind up become the chastisers as well so a sin that has been committed into a person's blood in your bloodline and people have not been asking God for forgiveness the sins that you committed in Africa the sins that you committed in in Europe the sins that you committed in the Caribbean and you change your lifestyle you change your place of origin your nativity and you went to a different country and then you wind up in, in a sense of position and because of sin you wind up becomes somebody who lack the understanding you're doing it true because of expediency so be careful of how we deal with problems you need people of god to give people to pray for people for guidance politicians civic people and the regular people people nowadays they don't think before they do things if you have a problem if your days are flood you're going to try to look for help to higher ground if you're hungry you're going to go to the store that is the same thing with the natural cause of man anywhere there's a problem man is going to run you why even the very animals run because they want to stay alive that is the basic tenant of a human being so be careful when a man come to you late at night and said can i have a loaf of bread and you said you know what my wife and my kids are in the home i can't go and get the bread for you you go, go and go ask your neighbor be careful love your neighbor as yourself you do, you do not know who your neighbor might be love your neighbor as yourself now let me get back to this topic of uh, what happened when you draw closer to God as a child of God now remember when you were born in sin shaping iniquity so when you draw closer to God as a child of God even when you, even if you're not filled with the Holy Ghost there's a lot of things gonna happen there's a lot of things will happen now in your in your atmosphere in your surrounding in your home in your in your body there's a lot of things going to start happen when you start to pray, when you start to fast, when you start to read the word of God. Most of the time you're going to have a lot of things. It's like you put a stick into an ant's nest and you stand up close to it and you start to, you know, to um, swirl it around, trying to break the ant's nest up or the, or the, or the, the ants, whatever you call it, uh, a, a cocoon or whatever you call it. Uh then they start to run out and they start to run on your feet and they start to bite you because you're standing up close to it, right? So that is what it is all about. When you draw closer to God, the devil, the demons, all the things that one person can have over 8,000 demons on them. Demons can be as small as a pinhead. They can live even up on your eyelid. They can live in your mouth. They can live in your body. They can live on outside of your body. Some people think because you have the Holy Spirit, you can have demons on you. That's a lie. Demons, well, if you think that doesn't, that is not factual, when those who have the Holy Spirit, why are they still tormented by demons? So I'm not, I'm not speaking of things which is not practical or which is not so. I'm telling you things which I even experience with other people when I pray for them. People need deliverance, but where do they need deliverance? The spirit, the demons cannot go in where the spirit of God is. They have to live in your flesh and habitate your flesh. It's like you live in one room in your house and the other rooms 
are occupied by demons. So what that does, instead of you, the Holy Spirit, act in, 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 in the freeness and the will, it doesn't mean that the demons can held up the Holy Spirit. It's just that you, the person, you have to walk into the will of God. And so what the devil does, the devil will interfere with your flesh. The Bible said the spirit fight against the flesh and the flesh against the spirit. You used to love chocolate and chocolate giving you diabetes. You, you, you can't stop eating it. The demons then tell you, go eat chocolate because it wants to kill you. Because what it wants, it's actually your soul. So basically, these are things going to happen to you. Now, there are adverse effects of when you pray. Sometimes you pray, you're going to hear noises. Unusual noises. You're going to hear, sometimes you're going to be having unusual feeling in your body. Pain, sharp pain. Just, just you know, just abruptly just hit you sometimes. Sometimes these things come into dreams and visions. Some people think dreams are foolishness. They are not foolishness. They are foolishness to those who don't want you to believe them. Some people think that is a psychological problem you have. That is one of the reasons you cannot tell everyone. If you tell someone in medical field and they don't believe in God and they don't believe that these things are real because of their medical training, then you really think you're going to get a... a, a a spiritual answer before they become medical doctors or whatever they are weren't they an ordinary person just like you and I so you know I'm just giving you a common sense knowledge of the Word of God to show you that these things are real the Pharisees and the Sadducees there was one believe in angels one some believe that there was no angels some don't believe that there are spirits but regardless if they believe in it believe that it exists or not they are there they are there believe me not because you believe in something i don't believe it it doesn't mean that it disappear you can believe that the dog does not bite and you can stuck your finger in his mouth if you want to try it you can believe that the alligator teeth is um short or tall and you can open his mouth and go and count it if you like and see if you have an arm, you know, a few seconds after that. So you don't have to believe everything. But there are some things are just common sense. Common sense. So these things does happen to you. You hear noises. You hear tappings. Sometimes you, you, will, hear, you will hear sounds. You know, in, in the medical field, sometimes they will say that you have problems. You have mental problems. I'm not saying that some people don't. Some people do. I'm not a medical doctor, so I make sure that I tell you that. But I know that spiritually you can hear spiritual things. And you, you get visions. Visions is when you open your eyes and you're looking at the wall, but you see something different. You're looking at someone, you're, you're just walking, going about your business and you see things. Some people say that it's, it's, it's mental problems too. So I'm telling you, you can't tell everyone. Those are things you can't tell everyone. The gift of discerning. There, there's a lot of gifts. You have nine gifts of the spirit. People, you know, the, the gifts of healing, the gifts of tongues, the gift of prophesying, the gift of uh, 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 teaching. These are things, these are gifts. They are, they are already in you, but they cannot come alive for the glory of God. If you do not have the Holy Ghost.
That is why you find people who are psychics and they are ubermen, they are rootsmen, they are voodoo priests. These are what that is what caused them to be like that because they already have those gifts in them. The gifts of discerning. And sometimes they do incantation, meaning they do unusual stuff. So they go and call up the dead, that is, which is an abomination unto the Lord. They interfere with the dead, which I, I told you before in other podcasts that people, if the dead could have helped the living, they wouldn't have been dead. So stay away from the dead. If you want to be alive, stay away from the dead. If you go visiting the dead, try to ask the dead to do things for you. You're not doing nothing else but just making yourself acquainted with them. That's when you are making an appointment with them. That's when you go to them or go in your final resting place. You will have a friend to walk up and down, go back and forth like your father the devil. That's all it is. There is no help in the grave. So in spirit, your spiritual walk, you draw closer to God. So when you draw closer to God, it, um, it, 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 uh, it causes a lot of problems. People are going to hate you. Believe me, people is going to hate you. So when people hate you, they, they're going to hate you with cruel hatred. They're going to they're gonna not, you go to work, people be watching you. You can't go to the people and tell them that they are watching you. All you have to do is to pray and ask God to show you what is it that they see on you, in you, around you, that you don't see in you, on you, around yourself. And when God shows it to you in the spirit, whether it is in a dream, or in a vision, or somebody come and tell you, then you pray and ask God to remove that thing. Most of the time, there are garments, spiritual garments. Go to the book of Isaiah 61, and it tell you about how to get rid of those. You're talking about the, the, the garments of heaviness, the garments of prayer. So spirit can become in the form of a garment. Why I said garment? Because it, it can be either put on you by yourself, by going to a witchcraft house, or, or, or your parents, do some form of incantation to protect you. They call it um, spirit guides. Or someone put it on you intentionally. So someone go to a, a, a witchcraft uh, place or not, or, or, and do something to you that is impeding or interfering with your, your life or your walk with God. So they are garments. So you have to ask God to remove them in the spirit. And free you from them and put on the garments of praise and worship and favor to glory God, glorify God. So these are things that I, I'm explaining to you. So when you, the closer you draw to God, it is like a ladder. You're going up the ladder. You remember the story about the, when Jacob prayed, he saw the ladder and the angels were ascending and descending. It is the same thing. It is like you going up a ladder. And each time when you go up a ladder, you, 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 um, you are, you're going to deal with different things. And you're going to need the anointing of God. And that is when God will even more ready to be to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Because you need the protection of God. The Bible said, they, 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 if I didn't came, they would know they have sin. So basically, if Jesus Christ didn't come into this world, they would know they have sin. They would know. So we need the Spirit of God. So the closer you draw to God, this is why you need God's protection. And the Bible said, who knows that there is a net spread rate for the sons of men? It means that how do you know that there is something out there to interfere with your life and your walk? Why do you think people have accidents? Why do you think people go through tragedy? Uh, if, they, if they knew that they're going to go through a tragedy, why do you think they would go to the same path they go? If they had known, do you really think someone just walk into a, into a, 
into a trap without, um, you know, know that they were going to go here or go there. Come on. So they don't know. So God knows all these things. So basically, if you had known, you wouldn't have gone. So you need God. You need to draw closer to him. So when you draw closer to him, it's a battle. That is what we call a spiritual battle. Spiritual battles, they come in different form. They can come through your children. It can come through your wife, your husbands. It can come through your family members. They can come through your co-workers, your boss. People can just hate you. Hate you without a reason. They don't know why they hate you, but they hate you. They can hate you. You think sometimes people hate you because of your, because of your, your, your ethnicity. Sometimes it has nothing to do with your ethnicity. It has nothing to do with it. Some people just hate you because they are hateful. The devil is in them. So the Antichrist, the one that who, who confessed that Jesus Christ is not, they are the ones who is going to hate you. And sometimes that is how you even know of your own self that you are called by God. Because why people hate you? Why you certain things befall you in life? Why certain things happen to your children? Why certain things happen to your family members? Why, why, why you can't have a good relationship? Why you can't... Why your children don't... Uh, father will never be around. Why, why is it? Why your mother died before she reached certain age? Stuff like that. You know, why everybody in your family went to prison? Why, why everybody is on drugs? Why, why your family have mental problems? Each and every one have mental problems. Why they have dementia? Why they have this? So these are some of the things that you have to check yourself and ask yourself questions. Some of these things are generational curses. Some of them are generational problems. Why generational problems? Generational problems mean something that has happened. A sin was committed. A sin was committed. And God has to judge them. So when God judges this bloodline, this vein... This tree, it continues. So somebody has to recognize it. That's first of all in, in, in Psalms 51, I think verses 4. Where he says, if you, acknowledge your, if you acknowledge your sin, about 12 different times when David was acknowledging what he has done in Psalms 51. So basically, if you acknowledge what you have done, so if you acknowledge something, you will have the propensity to change. You will change. So if you are sinful, you will change your sinful ways. If you are evil, you will change your evil ways. If you're if if you you're doing something, you will change, right? Some people said to to if you listen and you hear, they are two different things. You can listen to someone, but you don't have to hear them. Or you can hear them, but you don't have to listen to them. So when you listen, the person talks. But did you hear them? So when you hear them, you your, your, your persona, your behavior will change based upon what you, whatever you have listened, uh, what you heard, right? Yeah, so you, you will change. So just like when Jesus was talking to the people, he was sometimes get, not really get upset, but he was kind of, you know, stern and said, why are you so hard of hearing? Is it my speech so hard that you can understand? Because he, he Jesus had the task of teaching us about the spiritual things that, in, 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 the, in, the, in the Old Testament, it was kind of hard because they were doing everything physical to, to effect the spiritual things. But Jesus Christ come and show us that no, we're not going to hit the rock. We're going to speak to the rock. We're going to speak to the rock. We can speak to God. We can pray and we talk to God. We don't have to hit the rock. We don't have to come. We don't have to do all these 
these animal sacrifices and all of that stuff. We don't have to do all of that stuff. We don't have to do all of that stuff. Praise God. We're going to go to the book of um, Revelation. We're going to talk about the plagues. This is what the Lord God has said. This is the word of God that came to me. And he's talking about the plagues that is going on, the coronavirus uh, and other plagues. Not only the coronavirus is a plague. I want you to make sure. And I'm going to give you some scriptures you can go. I, I can't go through all of them today. But I will give you the scriptures and you can go to the, the Bible. But I'm going to just give you this one because based upon what the, 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 the word of God came to me last night when I was praying. And he said, the rest of the, uh, the men which were not killed by these plagues yet repented not of the works of their hands that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stones and of wood which neither can see nor hear nor walk god is talking about why we have this coronavirus no people in the medical field and other people they can say what they want to say this is the word of god that came to me that the lord spoke to me some people can say God speak to them and, and they don't speak to them. But I'm telling you, God speak to me and tell me about the, the coronavirus. He said the reason why it came up on this world, I'm not talking about the United States, Canada, the Caribbean. I'm not talking about Australia. I'm not talking about Europe. I'm not talking about the Maldives. I'm not talking about Iran, Iraq. I'm not talking about Turkey. I'm talking about the world in general, the four corners of the world. It says the reason why. The reason why is because men is worshipping gold, silver, wood, and stones. And they turn away from the true and living God. The people in China, they're turning away from God. They have never known God, so they're turning away from God. They turn into their computers. They turn to their idols, their work. That is what they have turned away from. So God has to unleash a plague upon this world. It might start it in China. But it's not going to end there. And this is what the, the word of God said. He said they are worshipping devils. People are worshipping. They are into spiritism. They are into all sorts of things. And it is causing so much people. And the sin that has been committed, you find people, thousands of people died. And then you find people who were in, in, the, in the position of power. They can't even make the right decision. Why? Because they have themselves also are sinful. So think about it. So, so instead of they repented, this is what the word of God said. Instead of they repented, they become more vile and corrupt. They're trying to either make money. Because the gold and silver, silver and gold is a representation of money. Money. They're looking for everlasting wealth through even this pandemic. But that's, so they becomes more wicked trying to figure out something else rather than the, the, the world or the nations. What, what, when, when a nation is about to be exterminated, what do we do? We have a corporate fast. So basically, how can you have a corporate fast if in government, in the highest offices of the land, they do not have spiritual direction? They only have a church. They only have buildings. They only have people running around like chicken without heads, talking about they are, they are, they are priests or they are, they, are, they are prophets or they are this or they are that. I'm not trying to bash anyone. I'm telling you what is the solution to even the coronavirus. It is because of sin. And this is what the word of God said. Revelation 
9 verses 20. Read it for yourself. Read it for yourself. Now in the, in, in, in the Bible, it, it has stated many, many times what has happened concerning plagues. And they're talking about the, the seven deadly plagues, which is cancerous tumors, fibroids, um, uh, cysts, ovarian cancer, these things. And if you notice, it, it, is a, it, is a, um, it has been a, a, a grave for the past maybe 15 to 10, 10 to 15 years, women in particular, black women uh asian women white women women in general their reproductive areas have been unleashed there was there has been a a great um unleash of cysts there was there was a, a, a african lady who was talking about um incubus and scooby spirit and demons but when she was talking people were mocking her based upon what she was saying but because and she's also a medical doctor and she was talking some things that is actually factual but people could not deal with that because it's too heavy they don't understand how these things work i'm telling you the further away people move away from god they become foolish they become wiser and more blessed when it comes on to the things of this world but at the same time they becomes more foolish and that is why the things of god judgment of god will come upon us suddenly and we do not know even where or what this thing come on. and man will come up with all kind of different things and tell you they have the solution but the solution to all these things when when your life is threatening is to fast fast and pray go to the book of matthew you can go to um daniel the book of daniel the book of esther will give you a better understanding of what will cause plagues to be eradicated entirely god will have mercy and it will go away are you telling me god is the one who judge us so the book of Luke, go to Luke 21, 11. You can read it on your, your downtime. Ezekiel 14, verses 21. Ezekiel 33, verses 27. Jeremiah 21, verses 6, 7, and 9. And Revelation from, say, Revelation 15 to 16. In those two chapters, it tells you a bunch about, um, it, tell, it tells you a bunch about how, these uh these plagues operate and the the, the, the seven deadly plagues where the angel um unleash the plagues upon man so because of sin if you notice nowadays the way how i'm not saying that they never used to do it in the past but if you notice the the way how people perpetuate their bodies the bible said they're going to be lovers of themselves they don't understand when you pay attention to a lot of things anything that you pay attention to a lot that's what the devil is going to use against you. Believe me, if you pay attention to your to your kneecap, in no time you don't have no kneecap. You might knock that kneecap out and put a metal one in it in no time because that's what the devil is going to attack. Devil pay attention to what you pay attention to. Now, I'm going to read another uh, scripture for you. Um, Revelation 16.3. And he said, And the second angel poured out the vial upon a vial upon the sea, and it became as blood of a dead man and every living soul died in the sea goes to goes to uh, verse 4 and the third angel poured out his vial upon the rivers and the fountain of waters and they became as blood so most of the time whenever you find people have um a problem either bleeding bleeding i'm telling you on a spiritual level you know that there is a problem 
there is a problem with that individual because the Bible tell you in in the book in the book of um, in the Gospels where the woman has uh, uh, um, a problem for eighteen years, and when he touches Jesus, he, he, the stench of it was dried up, meaning that the flow of it was dried up. So anytime you have these things, the, the, the plagues are curses that has been unleashed on our daughters, on our mothers, on our women. These are things that has been unleashed. Some people can say maybe it is the food. Regardless if it is the food, people will stop putting these things in the food or people will stop eating that food. But God can turn these things around because the people has become so vile. So what is it? The, 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 these are curses. Are these are plagues so when if you go to the book of Exodus the book of Exodus it tells you exactly what happened the, 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 the curses of Egypt Egypt is a type of the world and these are things that is happening to to our, our people this is happening to men it happened women it happened to all kind of things and the more things that people make and design we try to they use them to make our life more better but it caused more problems. I'm not saying that we want to go back into the into the into the cave uh, in, into ancient time when there was um, carts and buggies and stuff. But I'm just trying to say that we know everybody's not going to be saved. I know that, and you should know that. But in essence, we have to live our life in circumspect to know that God is God and God alone, and God sharing that His glory with man. So. People is going to always uh, find a different way because the, the whole idea of man is to make money. At the end of the day, he's going to be poor, wretched, naked, and broke when he, go, when he goes to arm, um, when he died. He cannot take nothing with him, not even the clothes on his back, not even the casket that he's buried in. He cannot take with him. Nothing. Even the pharaohs took their gold goblets, their mirrors, the the jars of this and that with them. And four thousand years after, they go and dig them out of that pyramid, and they are there laying stiff as a piece of board with their gold goblets and stuff beside them. So even them who believe that it will take them to the to, to the to the other life, they wind up, they wrap them like in 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 in, in, in mummify them. And they wind up, people go and dig them up later, find out that they have the same problems like what we are suffering today. They have toothache, they have cancer, they have tumors, and they wind up being dead. So that alone should tell you something. Man is looking to the earth, they're digging up for scrolls, they're looking up for all kinds of things to find um, answers to give them longevity in life. But the longevity to life is Jesus Christ. The longevity to life is God. So, so, so that is what it is. That's the longevity to life. God is a good God. We are grateful to, um, we are grateful to, to, to carry this podcast to you. And um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, remember to support us, to support us in our, um, to support us because we are, we are, you know, we are in here and we we happy to carry carry the word. Remember, go to Anchor and um, go to Amazon and check us out. Support us in whatever way. Share this podcast. We're grateful to have you. And um, we will talk to you next week. And uh, have a great weekend. God bless you.